welcome to this month's segment of What Are the Odds? I am your host, Elizabeth, from the Finger Lakes Problem Gambling Resource Center. And this month, we are talking with Jeffrey from the Western Problem Gambling Resource Center and an expert on the topic of mobile sports betting. Welcome, Jeffrey. Thank you, Elizabeth. It's great to be here. And this is a much needed topic here in New York State with the launch of mobile sports betting. So I appreciate it. So let's just dive right in because I got lots of questions for you. What is mobile sports betting and why is there so much hype in that we're seeing so many advertisements on, on the TV and radio about it? Well, Elizabeth, mobile sports betting is essentially gives people the ability to place bets on sporting events from their mobile devices. So it's estimated that about 85% of the population in the United States have a smartphone. And that doesn't even include mobile devices such as tablets, iPads, and things like that. So one of the reasons it was so there was such an excitement built around it, and you saw all the advertising that you did in New York State, was the sports books in New York State knew just how many people were going to be able to access this type of gambling activity. And the sports books put out all of this advertising, you know, it was really a bombardment of advertising for months on end, because they wanted to attract new betters, younger betters, and as many people as they could, who are already looking at their smartphones all the time. It's estimated that people are looking at their smartphone anywhere from 40 to 400 times a day. And these sports books knew if we can get people opening up our apps, we can get people betting on our sports, and we're going to generate a lot of revenue for it. So how does it work? You know, mobile sports betting is actually very easy. It's almost too easy if you look at it. So you can download the sportsbook apps, just like you would download any app, a game, a banking app, anything that you can download from, say, Google Play or the iTunes store. You download the app the same way. Once you download the app, it's very easy. You create an account, you fund the account, and you start placing your bets. There's really nothing in place that is um, warning or teaching anyone about any of those risks involved with sports betting. It's simply, here's the app, download it, and you can start placing bets with real money in just a few minutes. So what are the risks and what are the concerns around this platform? You know, any type of activity that can lead to addiction is is risky, right? Gambling in itself is a risky activity. Gambling addiction is diagnosable in a DSM-5. And one of the additional risks with mobile sports betting is that it is attracting a younger better. It's attracting a new audience to a gambling activity with this incredible accessibility, right? So this accessibility is something we've never seen before. We've seen the increase in casinos across the state. There's going to be a couple more casinos opening. There's two new licenses. But they're brick and mortar buildings. They're open in a specific location. It takes time to build the the casinos. People have to travel to them. One of the biggest risks is that this mobile sports betting, it's in the palm of your hands. It's 24 hours a day, seven-day access to an activity that could lead to a problem or an addiction. The amount of advertising we're seeing is also increasing that risk. 
people are being told in these advertisements that you're missing out if you're not doing this. Everyone's having fun. We're making all this risk-free money off of these bets that we're offering. And that type of advertising as well is normalizing a gambling activity to younger people. It's taking away some of that stigma that used to be involved with sports betting. When you had to do sports betting through a bookie or an illegal site, there was a little bit of a, of a stigma attached to that. It was a right. risky, it was a naughty activity, right? Now it's out in the public. You see it on sports center, on the nightly news. They're showing the betting lines. They're show, they're scrolling across the bottom of the screen during the events. And it's so normal now. And when you couple those types of things with the physical cash is not actually changing hands. So I'm funding my account on the app with my bank account money, but I never actually see it or feel it or touch it. And when I'm placing bets, especially when I'm in the excitement of a game or, you know, oftentimes substance use and alcohol is involved when people are watching sporting events, they lose track of how much money is being spent very easily. All of these things add up to an increased risk that mobile sports betting can cause a problem for a lot of people in New York state. Oh, okay. Um, I heard you mention a couple times the younger age or the younger demographic. What age group are we most concerned about um, with these apps? Well, one of the things that concerns us, Elizabeth, is the younger inexperienced better. And what we're looking at is, say, the college aged um, better or college students even. So we're looking at like, you know, 18 to 34, 35 years old. Casinos aren't really attracting new, younger betters right now. And casinos are trying every way that they can to increase the number of younger people coming into their establishments. And what the sports book saw was the younger generations are typically what? They're attached to their mobile devices. They're attached to social media. They're constantly connected to something. So when these sports books saw the opportunity to get into the palm of your hand, they took that opportunity and have really run with it in New York State. And does it discriminate male versus female? Are we seeing anything? Um, are males using the app more than females? What are we seeing? You know, it's still, it is very early um, to make any official, you know, um, classifications of, of who's using the apps. It is, there is no face to, to problem gambling and gambling. Anecdotally, we do hear that more women are getting involved with sports betting due to the accessibility of mobile sports apps. Um, typically in the past, it was a the, the casual sports better was a little bit older than the mobile sports user now, about 10 years older. And even when it comes to younger women being involved, having this in the palm of your hands makes it very easy for anybody. And when you're hearing the advertisements constantly saying it's a risk-free bet, it's risk-free money, we'll double your deposit. That's attractive to anyone, whether it's male or female. And it's important, Elizabeth, that we just mentioned right now, because of the way research has been in the past, we, when we refer to male and female, we're referring to biologically male and female, there just isn't enough research um, with the LGBTQ plus community right now. But in the future, we'll have statistics as far as that goes as well. Great, thank you. Um, so, how do you recognize a pro if someone is having a problem with um, mobile sports betting? 
one of the things that we talk about when we work with organizations and groups in our um, network here and around the state, we want to make sure that anyone who's working with clients or if you're hearing from a loved one or a family member, someone who typically wasn't really involved with sports or sports betting, and you start hearing different terms being used like parlays or point spreads or people take an interest in sporting events and and the lines and who's winning and losing of events that normally they weren't involved with that might be time for a, a further conversation about the betting that might be going on or why someone has that interest and then when we're looking at what are some of the warning signs of say problem sports betting they're very similar to problem gambling in general because if someone is experiencing a problem in their life because of their gambling or because of their sports betting, it's problem gambling. We don't want anyone to think that their problem isn't bad enough for them to reach out for help. So if you're experiencing anxiety or depression, um, if you're using money to pay for gambling debt or to gamble more that you should be using to pay your bills or buy food for the family, that could be a sign as well. Um, problems in the workplace, loss of productivity, distraction. These are all things that could be signs of a problem with gambling and sports betting. Now, also, it's not just those types of mental health issues. Of course, financial problems is one of the first things that we always think of. So if there are financial problems in your life because of your gambling, this is a conversation you might want to have with a professional to find out if you need um, to seek further treatment. So talking about treatment or resources that are available, um, what resources are, are the resources different for mobile sports betting than a regular better that's having issues or, or are they the same? You know, the resources available are very much the same. Um, because what we're looking at and what we're talking about is problem gambling, right? And problem, problem sports betting, problem gambling, they're very similar when it comes to what people need. And what we always encourage people to do is reach out for help. You can get help, whether it's online resources that you might be looking for. You might be looking to join a self-help group or a GA meeting. Some people are ready and they're ready for counseling. And our organization can help connect someone with all of those resources and really meet them where they're at, what someone is ready for and the steps that they're ready to take on that road to recovery. Our organization, the Finger Lakes Problem Gambling Resource Center, can connect that person with the resources that they're looking for. And we encourage anyone who might be looking at their gambling as a causing problems, we encourage them to at least go for one assessment with one of our specially trained private practice clinicians or one of our OASIS providers. Because having that assessment done by a professional and having that conversation is really a great first step for someone to take to see if they need to um, continue with their treatment. Great advice. Uh, anything else you wanna add before we wrap this segment up? Yeah, real quick, Elizabeth, I would like to mention that with our organization, we are, you know, we're very aware that financial problems are one of the first things that people experience. And we don't want that to be a barrier. So if somebody is connected to a counselor or 
um, that's maybe doesn't take their insurance, or maybe they're connected to someone who uh, they have a copay and they can't afford it. We don't want that to be a barrier. Our organization will actually cover the cost of that treatment. Um, and we'll even cover that cost for a family member if they're experiencing problems or are looking for some counseling as well. And that makes our program very unique. If anyone is looking for information on problem gambling treatment and help, you can call the Finger Lakes Problem Gambling Resource Center. And you're calling directly to a local person who's answering the phone. You're um, familiar with your the area, familiar with the, the problems that people are experiencing. It's five. 855-351-2262. And that number again, 585-351-2622. And I know, Elizabeth, a lot of people might not be comfortable making a phone call right away. We do have an email, which of course is also confidential and local, fingerlakespgrc at nyproblemgambling.org. And those are two of the easiest ways to connect with somebody within our Problem Gambling Resource Center that can help you take those first steps towards recovery from your problem gambling. Great, thank you for that information. And thank you, Jeffrey, for joining us today to talk about mobile sports betting. To those of you who are listening, should you or a loved one be struggling with any type of gambling issue, there is hope and help available please reach out to the Finger, Finger Lakes Problem Gambling Resource Center, and I'll give you that number again. It's 585-351-2262. And each call, as Jeffrey said, is confidential. If you would like to check out our website, our website is nyproblemgamblinghelp.org. I am your host, Elizabeth, and next month we will be talking about domestic violence and problem gambling. Until then, please remember that there is hope and help available to those individuals and families struggling with gambling issues.